How many believe Jesus is in the house this morning? If you, don't, if you ain't filled him, then I don't know. I'll feel for you because uh, he's here this morning. Amen. I'm telling you, that's some beautiful, beautiful this morning, beautiful singing uh, this morning. And that old ship of Zion, that's one of my greatest songs. Every time I hear that singing, I don't know if I've ever heard it done any better, Brother Dean, than what you just done it this morning. It excites me, hey man, when you talk about that old ship. How many believe uh, uh, this morning that that old ship of Zion uh, is about to sail this morning? Hey man, I'm so excited. I don't even know who I'm going to preach or what I'm going to preach uh, uh, right now. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'm just going to leave it to the Lord. Uh, how many feel uh, that they're in the house of the Lord today? Hey man, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, and I'll tell you what, friend, uh, I'm excited today uh, about what Jesus uh, is doing. Hey man, uh, is anybody excited today? about what Jesus is doing uh, in his house this morning. Uh, uh, this morning, I was sitting there the other day. Uh, I guess it was yesterday morning. Uh, and I was sitting there, and I just kept saying it, uh, and I kept thinking it. Uh, uh, since I've been going through uh, uh, what I've been going through, uh, I've been praying, and I've just been uh, going over, the, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Every night when I lay on my bed, uh, I would say, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. I went over there, hey man, and I began to read. I don't know how long this morning I'm going to hold out as long as God will allow, but I'm going to preach to somebody this morning. I'm going to tell somebody this morning, if you don't know Jesus Christ, this morning is your Lord and your Savior. You better get to know him because he's being sung. I believe the old ship of Zion, hey man, is about to sail. How many believe that? Uh, this morning, uh, David said uh, in Psalms 23, uh, uh, David said, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, he said, I shall not want. Uh, I don't know this morning uh, who your shepherd is, uh, but I said, I know who mine is. Uh, my shepherd is the same one uh, that David said, uh, he is my shepherd. Uh, he's my shepherd, brothers, uh, and he's your shepherd this morning. Uh, if you know him uh, as your Lord uh, and Savior this morning, hallelujah. You know, <laughs> to look at this, and David said, the Lord is, the Lord is my shepherd. He said, I shall not want. They put it on the screen there, the Lord is my shepherd. They didn't finish the rest of it because that's where I wanted them to stop at. But if you notice the last part of that verse, let me read it all and then notice. David made a statement here. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And if you look in your Bible at the end of that, I shall not want, there is a period there. Flat out of start, David left no room for any argument. He didn't leave any room to talk about it. That's it. David said, my mind is made up. Is your mind made up this morning? Is it made up? Are you... Is the Lord your shepherd this morning? David knew who his Lord was. He knew who his shepherd was this morning. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, period. No room for discussion on it. No room for argument on it. We know who our shepherd is this morning if we know Jesus Christ. But now let me say this this morning, church. If you don't know Jesus Christ, then he's not your shepherd. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? You know the Bible said in uh, the Bible said in Matthew six twenty four, 
The Bible says you cannot serve two masters. A lot of people think they can serve it. They think that they can have it both ways. They think they can serve the devil during the week and then serve God on Sunday morning and wash your mouth. That don't work, church. That does not work. You got to make up your mind. Who is your shepherd? Is Satan your shepherd or is Jesus Christ your shepherd this morning? I know who my shepherd is, amen. I know who my shepherd is this morning. You said, well, Brother Ralph, you preached last Sunday about David sinning and this and that, you know, and what all he done, you know, and committed murder, had murder committed and all. And now then you tell me that David, this same David, is saying, the Lord is my shepherd. Aren't you glad he's a merciful God today? Aren't you glad that no matter what you've done, that Jesus Christ still loves you and His mercy will endure forever? And aren't you glad this morning uh, for His grace that He's bestowed upon each and every one of us? Because the Bible says we all sin and come up short of the glory of God. Not a one of us in here don't sin from time to time. Maybe not willingly, but we've sinned from time to time. But if He's your shepherd this morning, and if you fail Him, if you sin. He's your shepherd, and He is going to convict you of it, and He's going to say, that was wrong. And don't wait to church on Sunday. It might be you do it on Monday. Don't wait to Sunday to repent of it. Do it right then and there, hey man. You say, well, people, people, uh, 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 don't people need to hear me uh, confess my sins? Uh, ain't nobody need to hear you confess your sins, but only Jesus Christ this morning. Glory! Only Jesus Christ. He's your shepherd. You say what a shepherd is. I tell you what the Bible says a shepherd is and what David said a shepherd was. He said he is my provider. He is my protector. When I say a provider, God is our provider. If he was not our provider, where would we be at today? Who do you think has put a roof over your head? Who do you think has put food on your table? Who do you think is giving you that automobile that you don't have to walk to town and buy? Who do you think has provided a building for you to come and to worship in? Who do you think has healed you when you're sick? Who do you think has paid your bills for you? And sometimes we act like we're the worst people in the world. Don't talk about Somebody's talking about a pity party. Uh, they, let me tell you something. We all have these pity parties, but we ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Amen. I'm going to tell you, blesses us a whole lot more than what we bless God. Amen. Amen. We're not worthy of the blessing sometimes that God blesses us with. Since I've been going through this, what I've been going through, Brother Mike, I'll tell you what, I'll have a different look on life. I'll tell you that. I have a different look on life because I'm telling you, when death's knocking at the door, I, you do some thinking, hey man. My sister told me the other day, she said, she said, Brother, she said, I think the reason you're going through this is because you wouldn't listen to nobody. You wouldn't listen to your family. You wouldn't listen to your church when they kept telling you, slow down, slow down, slow down. You wouldn't listen to them. God told you to slow down. You wouldn't listen to God. She said, I believe maybe God has put you here to bring you through it so you will listen to Him. Believe you me, I've listened to Him. Believe you me, I am going to slow down. I've got other preachers, other teachers here. I think I've spent my due pretty much, you know. I'm going to hang around as long as I can, and I want to preach as long as I can. But thank God for the preacher and the ministry that he sent you to this church, amen. The preacher don't have to do it all, Brother Dean, amen. Don't have to do it all. The Lord is my shepherd. David said he's my provider. I got to thinking about that, Lee. I got to thinking about the Lord said he's my provider. And I got to thinking about that. And I got to think about, he's just not my provider. He's everybody's provider. 
He's everything's provider. You think about it. The squirrels, he provides for them. Hey, man. The hickory nuts, the beech, uh, uh, beech nut, and, and all of these. He puts them trees out there for the squirrels and the birds and so on and so forth. He is a provider for them. And he puts a squirrel in there to eat them, you know, for our food. And if there wasn't no squirrel, then Tracy wouldn't ever bring me no squirrel. And I love squirrel. See, God provides everything. He provides for the deer out there, the cornfield, the soybean field, all of these things, the green grass. He supplies all their needs so that they can supply our needs. Look at the cows out here. God provides for every living thing. He made every living thing. We are His creation. We're His creation. The Bible said we don't own ourselves, brother. We don't belong to ourselves. The book of Psalms said that we have been bought with a price, amen. We have been bought with a price. There's people today that think that they uh, can control their destiny. They think they're in control of their destiny. They think they're in control of their life. But let me tell you something today, friend. You're not in control of anything. You're not in control of your life. Jesus has a soul, say so. You belong to him this morning. You say, I don't belong to Jesus Christ this morning. Well, you're making God a liar because he said, you belong to me. My son paid the price for you. My son bought every, Jesus bought every one of us with his precious blood. Amen. You see, we had a sin debt that we had nothing to pay with. The only thing that we had to look forward to was eternity in hell. But God said, I've got a plan, and that's not going to happen. And he said to his son, I've got a plan, and told his son the plan, and said, you're the only perfect sacrifice in heaven or on earth. You're the only perfect one. And it's going to take a perfect sacrifice to save Ralph Foster. It's going to take a, a perfect sacrifice to save Lee Burton. It's going to take a perfect sacrifice to save Brother Mark. It's going to take a perfect sacrifice to save all of us. And God said, Son, you're hit. And I believe Jesus said, Father, I will do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And he came from the portal of heaven down to this earth, born of a virgin woman, flesh and blood, just as we are, to sacrifice hit for you and me. I didn't deserve what God done for me. None of us deserved what God done for us, Brother Paul. It was our, our sin, Dad, but I'm so thankful that God sent his son to pay for my sins at Calvary. That's why I can say the Lord is my shepherd. He is my provider. He's the one who puts food on my table. He's the one who's put a roof over my head. He's the one that has blessed me more than I deserve to be blessed. I don't deserve the blessing that he blesses me with, but I praise him for him. You know, some, people's, some people act like they have never got enough. They have never got enough. Don't matter, I've seen people with a lot of money. And, and, and they were miserable, afraid you were going to have to spend some of it. And all they thought about was making the old saying is a second million. You're not going to take it with you. They didn't know the shepherd that I know, or they wouldn't worry so much about it. Because my shepherd and your shepherd, if you're a Christian this morning, David's shepherd, Paul said, he said, my God shall supply all of your needs according according." to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. See, we let that go over our head or in one ear and out sometimes because we've got self on our mind and we don't want to listen to God. Sometimes we really get ourselves in bad trouble for not listening to God. Sometimes we allow other people to control our lives than 
than Jesus Christ might. Sometimes we will listen to other people gossip and all this and all of that. We'll listen to them instead of listening to God, and they live a miserable life. I don't care what they tell you. They live, these gossipers out here, they live a miserable life. They've allowed Satan to lock up hatred and jealousy and all that in their life. You know everybody don't like you. Do you know that? You say, well, I ain't got no enemies. Oh, you're fooled. You do have enemies. You have destroyers. You have people, you have people out there who would like to get you out of church. Amen. And they'll do everything they can. They'll lie and do everything they can, not tell the truth and all of that, and get on them Facebooks and all of that and just start trouble. Matter of fact, I heard the other day, Ralph, these people, they, these people talking about your church over there, talking about you. Said, it's told me off. I said, don't let it bother you. It don't bother me. These gossipers, they're a dime a dozen. Hey, man, as long as God knows my heart and knows my church, I, I'm not going to worry about these no busybodies out here somewhere running their mouth, lying and putting people down uh, and judging people, hey man, and trying to stir up trouble. Uh, don't pay no attention to them. They've tried to shut me down ever since I started, hey man, back in 83. They've tried to get rid of me, people as out there. These people don't come to church here that knows more, thinks they know more, that don't never come to church here, thinks they know more than what I do, and I'm here every time I serve so. It's sadly, but I'm not going to let that bother me. Hey, man, I'm going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if they want to hear it, they can listen to it. If they don't want to hear it, they've got a knob they can turn it off. Hey, man, that's up to them this morning. I'm just, do God is my shepherd. That's the one I'm following. That's the one I want to be obedient to. That's the one I'm going to answer to one of these days when I stand before him. And when I stand before God, I want to hear them words. Welcome home, my son. Welcome home, my true and faithful servant. Them the words that I want to hear. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You can't serve two masters. I'm talking about, talking about a shepherd, if I can find it, over here. Oh, John chapter, John chapter 10, John chapter 10 and verse 11. Jesus said himself, he said, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He gives it for the sheep. He gives his life for us, Tony. Johnny, he gives our life for you and me and all of us ministers. And you don't have to be a minister. He gave his life for it. He said, I am the good shepherd. And a good shepherd will give his life for his sheep. Let me go on here in chapter 10. Jesus said in verse 9, he said, I am the door. By me, if any man's entered in, he shall be what? He shall be saved. Shall be saved. And she'll go in and out and find pastor. He said in verse 10, he said, The thief is com cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's Satan. Jesus said, But I am come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. I'm talking about the shepherd still. He said, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundant. I don't see how people today in the world we're living in today, I don't see how in the world people can live and how they get by without having Jesus for them. The good shepherd, he made me a promise, and he made the Christian a promise. He said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. Not in the good times, not in the bad times. In December and January, I went through things, and I thought, God, where are you at? I thought, God, where are you? Have you ever thought that? Have you ever been in a situation where you just felt like God had forsaken you? God had forsaken you? You thought you was dying? 
God, where are you at? And it just seemed like no answer came. Nothing, just dead inside. He said, God, where are you at? God, have I done something? God, are you not hearing me? I've been there. Just feel like God was so far away from me, said, and I couldn't reach him. But then I remember the scripture, wait upon the Lord, wait upon the Lord. But even though sometimes we can't hear him, sometimes we can't feel his presence, sometimes Satan will make us, try to make us doubt that there is no God, but he has never left you. Even though I couldn't feel him at times, even though I didn't feel that he was hearing me, he was hearing me. When he makes you a promise, he don't break his promise. Amen. And he made us a promise he'll never leave us or forsake us no matter what we go through. But now the enemy's come to kill and to steal and to destroy. That's what the enemy's doing to the people today out there. So many people out there, so many people out there is following the wrong shepherd. And the wrong shepherd will lead you to hell and eternity far and brimstone. That's what the Bible says. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I'm in chapter 10 now. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling, that's a hard hand, and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, which is the devil, and leaveth the sheep, that's us, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. There's a lot of hard servants today, Brother Dean. What I'm talking about, but a hireling. There's a lot of them harlings out there. A lot of them not called to preach the gospel. Go to school, get a big education, nothing wrong with that at all. I wish I had more of it. But they consider that their job. Consider that their job. And they consider that they need to get paid well for pastoring church. And I agree they do need to pay their pastor enough to live and get by. But I don't think they need to pay a pastor ten times more than what he's worth. If you're just doing it for the money, God is not going to bless it. God's not going to bless it. But they, what I'm getting at, these harlings that Jesus talked about, he said, I'm the good shepherd. He said, now they some shepherds, but they're not good shepherds. They're paid servants. They're paid to watch sheep. They're paid to be shepherds. So it's not their sheep, but they're paid to sort of watch them. But now, Jesus is saying, when the enemy comes, the troubles comes, the stirrups comes, the gainsayers come trying to tear the churches up. If you're just a hard servant and you're not your sheep, Jesus said they're going to leave. They're going to run. They're going to run. They're going to find another church where there's not nothing going on at this time. But now a good shepherd that loves his sheep, he's going to stay there, and he's going to fight battle after battle after battle. He's not going to run. He's not going to leave his sheep to somebody else that he knows that won't take care of them. I consider you my sheep this morning. I consider that I'm your pastor. But Jesus is all of our shepherd. He put me here to pastor. A pastor, what does a pastor do? A pastor feeds the flock. The pastor feeds the flock, Baltimore. And I try to do that the best I can. I know I'm getting old and I may not be as proud as I used to be, but I still love Jesus just as much and I still love you just as much as I ever did. Amen. Said what? Brother Lee, you wouldn't listen to me. I am blessed. Uh, if, I, if I made that much money, I may put in a year and y'all wouldn't see me no more. So you better keep me right at the point. Amen, Mark. God, it's good to see God's people laugh again. It's good to be in the service like we're being in. I got so excited this morning when I got up. Got to give him praise for it. Why? Because he is a good shepherd this morning. And the good shepherd will not flee from his flock. 
When danger comes, he will stay right there with them. And Jesus said, a good shepherd, well, he must die for his people. Jesus died for you and me. He died for you and me. Do you know this good shepherd this morning? Do you know him this morning? Jesus said in, Jesus said in Matthew, Jesus said to you, chapter 24. You know, I, I can't stand up here this morning as your pastor. I can't stand up here this morning and tell you the thing is going to get a lot better. I think we're going to see better days than what we've just been through for a while. But all in all, I can't tell you things are going to get better because if I told you things are going to get better, say better, I'd be lying to you. I'd be calling God a lie because the Bible says it's going to wax worse and worse. That's the Word of God. That's, that's the only word I know to preach, brother, is the Word of God. Jesus said in Matthew 24, he said, he said and then, in, in verse 10, he said, And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Have you ever seen as much hate in the world today as you see today? That's true, Mark. But Jesus said then in verse 11, he said, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Do you think that's going on today? He's talking about the last days here. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. That's the word right here, boys. Listen to verse 12. Listen to verse 12. He said, and because iniquity, sin, will shall Will, shall abound, that means it will multiply and multiply. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Have you ever seen as many people as cold today? Church is cold. Thank God I'm not in one of them. I like to go where the Spirit of the Lord roams free, don't you? I like to go to the house of God, a church, where if God lays a shout on you, just let her rip. I'd love to go to a church if you want to dance in the Spirit. Dance in the Spirit, amen. I'd like to go to a church if God gives a message in tongues, then so be it, give it, amen. I'd like to go to a church that I, that, where, where the Holy Spirit would just come in on us, amen, and be slain out in the Spirit and let God work on us, amen. I'd like to go to a church that's free, amen. I don't want to go to a church where I'll be afraid to raise my hand or where I'll be afraid to say, amen. There's a lot of them out there today, but this ain't one of them. When you come to this church, I want you to feel free, hey man. If you've got a testimony on your heart, let it go, hey man. Jesus said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he said, but he that shall endure unto the end, uh, the same shall be saved, hey man. Are you one of these enduring people? Or are you one of these people that's slacking off? Are you one of these people that's backing off? Are you one of these people that's giving up? Jesus said, the only one to make it to heaven, Tim, is them that endures unto the end. That's going to be between you and God, not between me and you or anybody else. Between you and God this morning. If you're not saved, what I've been through, I wouldn't have survived. I don't believe with all my heart without Jesus Christ. It's just good to know when there's nobody there, good to know that you know him and he knows you. Jesus said, I know your name. Jesus knows your name this morning. We've got some newcomers here this morning. Steve, we go back, and his dad was a relation, son. Go back when we were boys and young men. I think that's Steve Simpson. Is that you, Steve? Good to see you, buddy. Over on this side, is some of you might not know him, that's Johnny Richard. That's Holly's brother. That's Glenn's brother and his wife. Me and, Glenn, me and John, we go back a long way. We used to log, and I used to buy logs, and got to know one another. Hadn't seen him for a long time, but John, it's good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, Steve. Good to see all of you this morning. You stand with me this morning as they sang a song. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord, 
This altar's open. I promise you nobody will make fun of you. Nobody will laugh at you. Matter of fact, they will be brothers and sisters here to pray with you. Are you up yourself? I prayed this morning before I left church. I prayed last night. Brother Dan, God, send somebody there that's hungry for the Lord. Lord, send souls there and help me that I might say something that will lead them to the old altar this morning. See, Jesus loves you this morning, friend. He died for you. You might say, Preacher, I've tried it, but I just couldn't live it. I tried it about three times, but the last time, Brother Dean, I got it right. He put a desire in my heart that left me with no desire of the world and the pleasures of sin, none whatsoever. He put something in there better. If you're here this morning, I want you to think about this. Somebody might have invited you, and I hope they did, but I want you to think about this. If they invited you or if they didn't invite you, you had the choice where to come or not come. And if you was invited, I think you came because that was your choice. Not because somebody invited you, but because the Holy Spirit has spoke to you. The Holy Spirit's been talking to you, and you decided it's time that I need to have a life changed in my life. As many of us here have. Yesterday is too late for you to get saved. Tomorrow may never come for you. That's why Jesus said today is a day of salvation. Today, right now. Oh, I feel that God's touching hearts right now. Would you come just as you are, as they sing? Some of you preachers get up here, stand out here at this altar. They'd be standing here to help you. You might say, well, I don't know what to do. You make the first step and you won't, and then God will lead you the rest of the way. Come on, just as you are this morning. Come on. Jesus is standing waiting. Waiting for you. Oh, that's where you'll find Come on. me at the foot of the cross. Come on. If you need some help, just Lord, get, get your wife, get somebody with a hand, say, Will you come go with me? Wife, reach and get your husband. Say, Let's go up. Let's, let's get a change in our life today. Son, daughter, let's get a life. Let's, let's let Jesus change your life today. As you come here, come on. Come on. Yes, we all have our troubles. Heartaches and pain. Heartaches and pain. We think when we're down. There's some people thinking about it. Amen. Just quit thinking and say, I'm going to do what God is telling me to do. Come on, I'll meet you right here. I'll meet you on this side. Pray with you, talk to you. And blood stains reflect from the foot of the cross. Oh, that's where you'll find me. That's where you'll find Jesus, right here.
I feel so alone. When I reach out to Jesus and it seems he is gone, my mind goes to Calvary and I know he still cares. When the world closes in, you'll find me there. Oh. 